What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Barriers pod, where we're talking all things and anything basketball. I'm your co-host, GZ Hoops. Let me throw this no look over to my boy real quick. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Mark, a.k.a. Breaking Barriers Training. G and I both would like to express our appreciation for the love and support you guys have been showing. Please continue to tune in to each episode and also go follow us on IG and Twitter, both at Breaking Barriers Training and GZ Hoops. Let me finish this bucket. My brother, what's up? Hey, what's going Mark? How we feeling? Pretty good, bro. How you doing? I'm cool, man. Just had to re-log into Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Did, did you? Yeah, man. I, I think it's because I updated it, though. Every time I updated it, it made me do that. I'm not even going to lie, bro. I can't tell when it updates. Like, I don't really see a difference, but... Shout yeah, out to Anchor. Always shout out to Anchor. <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out to these, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, as always, like we said, shout out Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everybody that puts our content out weekly. Word. I know we've been gone for a little bit over a week, but it's because of the March Madness, Easter. We weren't trying to go too crazy with the content, but right. now we got a lot to talk about tonight. So, episode 48. Forty-eight, man. It's, I mean, we we tug and we say it every episode, but I mean, it's it's crazy, bro. I don't think we even seen forty-eight episodes in our mind. Nah, road road to fifty, bro. Road to fifty. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, though. The rate we started at, we we might have been at uh, fifty by two months. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro, that was crazy. Thinking back to that, that is insane. Oh my god, three to two, back to three to two, man. Down to one. We, we struggle to just get this one. That just, like, that screams early pandemic, though. Like, early quarantine. Word. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, nothing else to do. We were just dishing out stuff every other day. Definitely was, bro. Nothing to talk about. Just blabber. We low-key. <laughs> but... I mean, we had we had talking points, but I don't know, bro. <laughs> no basketball, though. It wasn't no basketball around for us to. No, it's just random stuff, man. Yeah, random so. Stuff. For people to stick around with us, man, that's love, too. So, you know, shout out to everybody tuning in that's going to listen when this drop and that been listening, man. For sure, bro. <laughs> but like we've been doing the last couple episodes, a uh, few breaking barriers updates to give the fans. Um, AAU. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, I guess, I mean, you want to elaborate a little Ooh. bit on that one? Uh, yeah, we can, man. I mean, you know, I've still basically got the breaking barriers team. Right. We just collab. We just collabed with somebody. I put it like that. Mm-hmm. So we're not technically called Breaking Barriers, but it's technically my team with Breaking Barriers. Right. So like it's in the works for years yeah, to for come. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's By the thing too. Like a lot of people, a lot of our viewers are younger, right? So they might not understand the intrinsics of really putting together an AAU circuit or an AAU team. Right. Um. Not saying we didn't have what we needed for this summer, but it just makes more sense to kind of gather our boundings now and learn so that next year at this time we're ready. Right. So I, I said I will say every time we felt like we was right there, it was a couple more things that needed to be done. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, take one more year to get everything under our belts, and then the thing is, I'm with somebody who you know does this every year. So, exactly. Um. You know, I, I'm just uh, learning more, getting that, so that way by this time next year, everything is already finished. And exactly. We'll go from there, bro. Right. So that's like, I mean, even when we were players, right, like we didn't have to 
go on to au.com and like randomly sign <laughs> up and do like there there are a lot of steps honestly to have a team oh, and yeah. we know that now you know what i'm saying so like we said i mean you're learning with your dude back there i got my guy out here now i'm helping him out Word. Um, how that going how that going it's going well bro um no tournaments lined up yet just because stuff's still kind of weird out here but well, is y'all looking to travel Always looking to travel, bro. At least definitely. I am. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll definitely have to link up in some way, for sure. For sure. I'm about to say, if, if worst come to worst, just look at a tournament at least near Pittsburgh. Right, right. Because I know they got a lot, and we'll probably be at a lot of them. So. Yeah, well, that's what, even when we were looking for our stuff, there was a lot of tournaments in Western PA, randomly. But yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, I mean, you know, it's definitely going to be good competition because people from all over be coming, especially to Pittsburgh, like, we witnessed that last year a lot. Right. So, um, you know, maybe something to look at if you can't really find what you're looking for. For sure. Yeah, bro. I mean, like we said, we're working towards it for next year. We know what we need to do now, and it'll right. happen. It'll happen for sure. Yeah, for sure. Even with that, bro, I mean, we're talking about even with the mm-hmm. AU stuff, getting jerseys for the kids, right? Well, now sure. that we don't have a, <laughs> a full-blown squad this year. Me and you were still talking about getting them jerseys. Tough. And then I, so post, tough. I posted them the other day. Bro, there's a lot of people that are trying to get them. Yeah, bro, you know <laughs> you know who else hit me up? Uh, our boy Jonah, too. He hit me up. Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> nah, for real, though. Like, he, he was telling me, you know, like, they don't get jerseys for their middle school, I guess. So ah. he was saying, you know, he wanted to collab and maybe get some for the, the middle schoolers. So, you know. I just appreciate the support. I wasn't even, to be honest with you, I wasn't even thinking of it. That's your idea. So I'm not going to even sit up here and act like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I bought that up, you know. So, yeah. Um, no, I mean, that's my, definitely dope. My thinking, bro, at least I always bring it back to, I talk about him all the time, Devin the Lab. That's one of my dudes. I look up to him for sure. Word. And I feel like, at least in our, our world, our little world, you're kind of like Dev, right? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> not even like that but <laughs> you you got the brand you got the stuff running you know what i'm saying but then Word. dev also has other creators and other hoopers kind of joining his team to spread the word to spread his brand to spread his content and that's right. kind of where i come into play so i was like why not just get some jerseys for us that we could rock and then people will see him and be like yo like i want to get that where'd you get it stuff like that yeah, for but, sure. But then even with the poll the other day, bro, like a lot of people are trying to cop. So I think maybe I, I'll get I'll, – I'll order me and you jerseys just to make sure they're right. actually straight. <laughs> right. Because we yeah. don't want to give it nothing out that's all cutty or anything like that. So No cutty. I'll get something for me no and cutty. you, see how they go, see what they look like, see how they feel, and then we can kind of go from there. But So people that are for interested, sure. stay tuned for sure. Sure. Stay tuned and tap in. You know, we'll make something happen as we always we do. We do. Somehow, bro. Somehow. <laughs> but sure. Enough with us, man. We got to talk about March Madness and it's coming to an end. Yeah, that's sad. Man. I mean, sad. Man. Did you stay up for the whole game? Listen, I ain't going to get started on it. <laughs> I was so hot, bro. I watched it until halftime. Fell asleep and woke back up with like twelve minutes. Man, left. oh, man, you didn't miss too much. Man, I wanted to see the whole thing. Man, <laughs> that's like a pride thing. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Pride thing, man. You know you got to see it. But it, it was, 
I don't know. It, was, it wasn't shocking because, I mean, you know, Baylor was actually good. I don't think nobody gave him a chance, but I didn't expect Gonzaga to go out like nah, that. Bro. That's it. Like, I mean, even me, like, I knew Baylor was tough. Like, they were very good last year before COVID shut everything down. A lot right. of people were saying they were going to win it last year. So, in their mind, they were trying to run it back this year, post-quarantine year. And, I mean, they did just that. Like, Gonzaga definitely didn't play their best game. Uh, but it just it stinks that that happened on the biggest stage. I feel like they kind of played on tired legs for that OT game, which is not an excuse. Oh, yeah. You got to play regardless. You got to play regardless. But people don't understand when people say that it's not about it being an excuse. It's actual. It's an actual thing. Like I know from me playing college ball, like we played Monday, Wednesday, and Saturdays was our game right. days. Every day that we didn't play, we obviously had practice. We had one day off of the mm-hmm. week, and we didn't even have no like um, bathtubs and stuff like that. So even though they got that. You still got to imagine, like, the fatigue sets in on your your brain, everything. Right. So, 100%. You know. And it's just, I mean, it was a long month for all those dudes living in that little bubble, right? I mean, right. it's just a, it's a different NCAA tournament than we ever, we've ever seen, obviously. But I, I agree with you. They definitely had, like, a – I heard a couple of people saying it, like, they had, a like, a hangover game. Like, right. they were all hyped from two nights before. They went crazy. Jalen Suggs – overtime deep three and then they kind of come out pretty flat against Baylor and it was, I mean it was just hard to come back I mean they started out down nine nothing nine nothing bro and like we was texting between each other Baylor couldn't miss nothing like Baylor like you could you could have bet your house on them. that's how much they was hitting I felt like bro it's just like it was crazy and um you know of course a lot of them is one and done but when you lose like this that make me want to run it back for the guys who ain't seen yeah. If I if I was Gonzaga, I'd really run it back just to see what what you was really made of. Okay, but. so even with that, so Kispert, Corey Kispert, number twenty four shooter, he was a senior, so he's gone. But you're saying course, if, yeah. if you're Jalen Suggs, you're staying. I, if the rest, if if I'm him, I talk the rest of them in the stand. Obviously, he's a star player. It's gonna be they hard, got that money. He has so much money that he could be coming yeah. into in like what three four months. For sure. And I mean, of course, that, that's going to play a part. You know, we talk about it every episode. So it's going, that's going, that's the main fa- factor of why they right. leave. But I, I can't leave on that note, man. I was 30, what, 31, yep. you know? And then I, I, I get, I go out like that. They got a picture and memes of me that's crying. A, I can't that's a sour like that. taste, bro. I, I just can't, I can't go out like that. And then if we was that close, what, why not? Right. The money going to be yeah. there. You know, but not everybody think like that. Not everybody want to stay in school. I understand schooling for everybody. Some of them take that route because you actually sent it. Like Jalen says, going to college instead of overseas is probably the, mm-hmm. the best revenue for him. Yeah, so. yeah, no, that was the argument. Like we talked about it so many times. I mean, obviously last season, LaMelo Ball and RJ Hampton going over to Australia, playing in the NBL, and then this year, with the whole G League Ignite team, uh, that group of what well, was like five or six younger guys with some G League veterans playing in the G League right. bubble this year, um, like Jalen Green, Jonathan Kaminga, a lot of those guys played very, very well. But on the flip side, Jalen Suggs 
the publicity and just the overall hype of March Madness as a whole really boosted his draft stock. So that just kind of goes to show, though, like there's no one proven route, you know what I'm saying? Even with this new edition of the G League thing, like you can still go the traditional route and make it, or you can go that way and make it too. Like it's different for everybody. It's all in you and, and what you do and how you view it. Um, everybody got their own views and thoughts on things. So, you know, um, like you said, it's up to them. I think the revenue just depends on who mm-hmm. you are. I feel like Jalen Green is a – no disrespect to Jalen Sub, but Jalen Green is different. He is so different, bro. He, he, he could just he, – he could sit out for a year and come back and still have everybody talking about him. So um, You know what that makes me think of? On kind, of kind of change of subject, but not really. You know who Kyrie Walker is? Yeah. Have you heard about him in the last, like, year? <laughs> Let me tell you something, G. It's crazy you just asked me that. I swear to God, I was on Google looking at somebody. And you know how when you on Google, it says um, people you – I mean, you know, people yeah, to like find other, other stuff under that. Whatever. Yeah, so I'm looking, and I see his name pop up, and I'm like, well, dang, he's supposed to be in the league or something Bro. right now? And I looked, and I'm like, where is he even at? And they and then I saw the the article saying how he, the route he took was probably the best route for him to be a superstar in the NBA. And I'm just like, damn! I thought he was already. Is in he the- entering this draft? Is that? I think, I think so because yeah. I know he reclassed. I know he reclassed at one point, but it's just yeah. Like, so well, he remember he damn. went, he like went and trained at some sort of academy, but like yeah. it wasn't like a school. Like it was like a legitimate like fitness academy or something. I don't even want to like talk crazy because like I don't know the name of it. I think we talked about it on one of those like early, early, early episodes when we would do two to three times a week. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just you saying like Jalen or Jalen Green could sit out a year and still make it. That made me think of Kyrie Walker because he basically sat out a year, and his draft stock hasn't been doing too hot. It's horrible. It's gonna yeah. Be horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be horrible because they don't know what you like against competition. Like what, we we get you've been working out, but like what, what have you accomplished? You know what I'm saying? And you, bro, you 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 just hit the nail on the head. Like, I mean, like it's crazy, bro. And and the one thing I I said to my players yesterday is like, you could work out all you want, but um, like when you going against air, a lot of people can't translate that no, that's into it. game action. You it's know? very so hard like, to replicate game speed and game scenarios and just a game as a whole. Exactly. Exactly, bro. And it's like you, you gotta you gotta go against bodies at some point. You gotta go against competition, against guys who can do what you do and better. You gotta mm-hmm. do that. I feel like and it's like I had practice for the first time with the team yesterday and I was like contemplating on what I really wanted to do because I'm like, these ain't fifth, sixth, or seventh or eighth graders who like you do the fundamentals with still, mm-hmm. you know, like you do fundamentals, but now you got to go at a higher rate because I got high school. Right. So, so like, you know, I'm like, I'm contemplating on in between what I really needed to do with them. And it's like every drill I did yesterday was just live. Like it was fundamental drill, but mixed with them going. Live, a lot of it is you know, competing, so. bro. Like got you to. get the I most out of yourself and your players if they're competing. Got to. And it's like, you know, some players want to be challenged, but it's like, what what do you come to AAU to be challenged for? You come to hone on your skills more and learn more basketball. If you want to go and, you know, go through all these um, 
workout trainers, I guess, then you need to find a trainer. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'll work you out, but you can't come to AAU practice thinking you're going to get, um, you know, a right, training like one-on-one workout, work, you, know? you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you know, and, I, and the kids competed yesterday, so that the practice was lit yesterday, hey. and it was only the first one. So, I'm looking forward to it, you know. So, I mean, not to go all the way Oh, no, time, you're cool. That's that's how it that's goes. That's just like what I was telling the kids. Yeah, you know, it fell in with me telling the kids that, like, you know, you can't always just uh, work on air forever because working on air is, like, pointless at times. 100%. And um, I'll give you another person. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Ryan, you ever heard of Ryan Harrell back in the yeah. day when we was younger? Yeah. You saw how he had all these workout videos, him playing five on five. And what did he do when he got to Kentucky? He couldn't even handle yeah. the pressure. You know, he had to go to a whole different, low it's major. A different game, school. bro. Different game, bro. So, you know, it's all about your work ethic and how much work you put For in. For sure. So, that's it, too. So, Jalen Suggs, I mean, I think I think we can kind of agree on at least that he will be going to the NBA next season, right? He won't be coming back. For sure. And it'll probably be a top mm-hmm. five lottery pick. You got that? Um. How about if you're Drew Timmy? Are you coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even Kevin. Yes, you have. You have to. He like honestly though, it's not even a negative. Like he is the epitome of college basketball, and that's a good thing though. He he's the one that you have the best college career ever, and you can go to the NBA. And your average. Which, like, there's nothing wrong with that either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Look at Adam Morrison. Right. Look, same, school, same school, same Look at Tyler Hansbrough. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, I mean, he, he still will be, will be considered a professional mm-hmm. any contract right. he signed. But it's just, um, it's just, I feel like there was a lot of hype around him. And I'm not knocking him before anybody who hears this, any Gonzaga fans or anything, think I'm knocking him. But I, I feel like there was a lot of hype around him, and Baylor exposed him. Yeah, that's like he's a very fundamentally fundamentally sound player, right? Like that's the epitome of his game. Footwork is crazy, ball fakes are crazy. Like he's just very knowledgeable on the court. But against Baylor, that fast-paced team, very gritty, just up in your stuff, trying to get you to be off your game, right? That's when he right. got thrown off. I mean, he was trying to do too much with the ball, like dribbling-wise, randomly trying to dribble. And we were talking, too, I mean, just more of a pro-style game that Baylor was running, the high pick-and-roll off the Mm. uh, top, either left or right wing. That's where a lot of the NBA sets are ran. That's where they originate from. That's when Timmy was getting switched onto a guard, and he just couldn't handle that, you know, so. At all. It's crazy. It's crazy because – uh, I told my I told my dad when I was talking to him I was like I feel like Baylor did a great job scouting because they watched of course they watched to see who they was gonna be playing for the national championship mm-hmm. so I I would imagine that they watched that game against UCLA and they pinpointed out of course what the weaknesses was but I feel like they saw how the um small guard from UCLA was just getting to the cup whenever mm-hmm. he wanted and I feel like that all right that's already part of our game but boom we're gonna put this in there. And we saw what happened. Yeah, so that's, like, that's the thing. Like, with that single game, like, Drew Timmy's, like, NBA stock definitely declined, declined a little bit. I mean, dude's still a hooper. Like, he, he, he is a very great basketball player. Let me ask you a question. How tall is he? 6'9", 6'10". 
Now, G, you think he really gonna sit up there and back Anthony Davis? Bro, that's literally. I just I said that to my dad. I said Anthony Davis, and I said Joel Embiid. Come on, they said like that. footwork. Footwork Blank. is crazy, right? And that's why, like, it's it's phenomenal. It very much so works at the collegiate level. But once you get a big body, an athletic body, like those guys were talking about in the A, it's Mm-mm. it's just not really going to work. I mean, he can still it's make pointless. the NBA, obviously. But he might bounce around to a few teams and then end up overseas, which there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Right. You got your little stint in the NBA. You can, you can say that mm-hmm. forever. That's something. A lot of people can't say, but it's just about the fact uh, the media hype up a lot of people. And then people also think because you're D1, like we always say, you're automatically going to be in the NBA or you're going to be a superstar because you're a superstar in college. That's only so many roster spots, man. Only so many roster spots, bro. And man, if you, first of all, six, nine, you got to be a true dog. Yeah. Like to really battle, like you, he got to have like almost a Draymond. He needs to also like he he can hit a three ball, but it's not something he's comfortable doing yet. Like nah, obviously, he, he that's can why. add that to his bag. He's only a sophomore, right. so like he has room to improve, which is always a good thing. But right, yeah, I mean, to me, he'll be a four year guy at Gonzaga, which is fine. He'll have a heck of a career, four year career, ball out, break. A lot of accolades, probably at Gonzaga, to be honest. And then the rest is kind of up to him. But I think That's he'll be back. He'll be back. He got to. Bro, if you can't guard, first of all, <laughs> you can't guard pick and roll in the NBA. <sighs> I mean, no no big man can really guard the pick and roll in the NBA. But they contain. I was going to say containing is key. You couldn't even contain a damn Jared thing. Butler, Davion Mitchell, like they were doing whatever they wanted. And 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 this is another statistic I threw out to my my dad when we were talking is why in the whole tournament you know he he may end the game with two three fouls max the last two games where they had good guards who can reach in penetration I don't know. he's in right. foul trouble you know he 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 what he fou- he fouled out in the championship game I believe yeah right? then he almost fouled out in the final four when he took that charge. That's why exactly. I about to say he had four he finished the game with four fouls. So the last two games where the penetration or you know the the switches right there he fouls. So definitely got to go back to college, that's man. It. You can't that's something you ain't going to be able to pick up in 3 or 4 mm-hmm. months. Especially not training. You can't really train no. for that. Unless you're just going against guys like Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell day in day out. But he might as well transfer to wherever they go. I mean, transfer to Right, I mean, those two dudes, they're on their way to the next level. And that's what Jared Butler, he was the most outstanding player of the tournament. They they donned him that accolade. Um, Suggs and Timmy were also in the first team. Mitchell was on the first team. And Johnny Juzang from UCLA was on the first team. All deserved. All, all deserved. They all had a phenomenal month. They really did. And that's it, crazy because, you know, looking at that picture you sent mm-hmm. me, they really called it. <laughs> like, they really said, next year, they might as well put our name Isn't on Isn't that on crazy? And that guy, that the kid that's, like, texting Mitchell, he, from what I understand, he was on Gonzaga's staff. Or, like, he was, like, a student manager or something. He was somehow intertwined with Gonzaga. And then last year became a part of Baylor's program, and here he is now. So it's pretty crazy. Wow. That's real crazy. That's – I mean, bro, and the the confidence they had, like, 
the con- like he really said they might as well put our mm-hmm. name on it. Like <laughs> I saw, I read that and I'm just looking at it. It's crazy. No, 100, and that's what. I, so I saw a few people talking. So Jared Butler won the most outstanding player. Is Baylor still Baylor without Davion Mitchell? Next year, just this this, this present team that just won. Because a lot know. of people are like, Mitchell should have won uh, most outstanding player. He's the reason they did this, they did that. And I don't know, man. I mean, both are very deserving. If you're going to say that, then why can't they just be coach? Right. You know, both of them. Because, bro, honestly, let me tell you the truth. I didn't even have Baylor making it that far. I didn't either. Just because of, you know, their their recent history. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, it didn't matter who they coach was. Like I'm just like Baylor is Baylor. They're gonna get to. They're gonna get get deep in the March Madness, and they're gonna lose to a team we don't even mm-hmm. know. For when they got to the championship, I'm like these cats, they for real. But can they beat Gonzaga? I don't know. But I never slept on them because of the fact they was making noise, and everybody was saying even though Gonzaga was undefeated, they felt like Baylor should have maybe been the the overall number one seed in the tournament. Right. So um, you know they they made noise and. I'm happy for the coach because either coach that would have won, it would have been the first in the school's program history and Which is awesome. their first championship. Yeah, you know, so that's dope for both coaches to even make it. And, you know, shout out to Baylor coach for winning his first one. Yes, sir. Are we going to acknowledge the similarities between Donovan Mitchell and Davion Mitchell? Like, are they cousins? Same number, <laughs> like, same last name. Honestly, the same exact play style. The shiftiness and just the patience, it's insane. And loving the pick and roll mm-hmm. game, and I—it's crazy because I was looking up the past couple of days to see if they was actually related, and they—they they uh-huh. are. But it's like, why the hell do you got forty-five in dark? Yeah, Mitchell? but he knows what he's doing. That's what I seen. He, I seen Dame Lillard like quote tweet one of his highlights, and he was like, "At Donovan Mitchell, is this your little bro?" <laughs> yeah. Then he was like, "I didn't know you had two years of eligibility." Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because he, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he had, like, number 24 or something last year like that. Mm-hmm. Or number 20-something last year. And then I look up and he got 45 this year. So, I'm like, dang, did you retire like MJ and come back <laughs> He had to make the switch. <laughs> he's but, cold, though. Yeah, bro. I think – yeah, he's cold. I, I want to see him at the next level to see, like, can he adjust? Because I don't know. Wasn't he a shooting guard before? And he swapped the point guard? Yeah, like and, that? like, his playmaking ability is top tier. Like, he's very comfortable that's a big with adjustment the ball in his college. Hand, you know what I'm saying? And that's a big adjustment in college, bro. Mm-hmm. People don't understand. Because I wasn't even on his level. And I had to switch from my second year. We lost a lot. And I had to go from running point guard the first half of the semester to the second semester, second half of the season. Uh, I was – Playing shooting guard, and I'm like, it's different. Playing off the yeah, ball, yeah, you know, it's so different, so different, bro. So you know, it's like for him to be able to do that and then lead your team to the championship. He's cold, cold, bro. And then one more thing about that all tournament team. So Johnny Juzang, UCLA, is he gonna stick around or is he heading to the A? Like, what's he about to do? I feel like he had the career, the the career move he needed when he left. Uh, Kentucky to go to UCLA. Facts. He had to get out of Kentucky. Yeah, because they wasn't even playing. Uh, he was getting the old the cow treatment. You're a five star, but ah, we're just gonna kind of have you you coast for a, a year. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, 
he's either trying to get more recruits to come mm-hmm. in or he's leaving. Yeah, I think, I mean, at this rate, bro, like, you got to just go. <laughs> like, we always talk yeah, about, I, I like, like you, point. you just never know, man. Like, something could happen. I wish nothing upon this kid, but, like, injuries are like very frequent. Point, like, you never know, bro. Like, you got to go get yours now when you're able to. So. Yeah. And I feel like he proved his point, He bro. did. Like, you, you came from being a five-star, not playing with um, Coach Cal to – Going to your school, your dream school, where you live at, mm-hmm. you have aspirations of taking them to the national championship and winning, and you came one game mm-hmm. short. So, um, unless you know something that we don't, as far as the people that's coming in, and if you got a great team coming back, you might as well go to the league. Right. For sure, bro. Now, the men's tournament was crazy. Once again, shout out to Baylor for coming out on top. Very exciting tournament. Our brackets were horrible. Maybe next year they'll be better. Um, how about flip side? How about the ladies? How about the women's? That one hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt. You're sick, huh? But I was so sick, bro, because it's crazy because both times Stanford ended up winning by luck, basically, you might as well say. But <laughs> then again, I stopped being jealous and mad because they coaches the guys. Uh, Tara Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. she is the most winningest coach in college history. So, you look back at her body of work, bro, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah, thing. I mean, crazy. I don't think anyone was, like, really rooting for Stanford in that game. Just based off no. of a lot of, like, amateur or, like, nonchalant women's college basketball fans <laughs> want UConn to win. Right. Right? And UConn lost mm-hmm. to Arizona. So, therefore, they're like, oh, I want Arizona to win. And, honestly, that's how I was, too. So, I can't even cap. Ari McDonald's crazy. Um, <laughs> She's cold. Yeah. She was forcing some things, I, though, in the, in the chip game. Exactly. I think she was too nervous, but then she felt the pressure to be on her because she already had to be a high-volume shooter. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if she wouldn't have forced a couple things, she could have put them in position to win because she missed four shots, but there was – other ladies, right? Open, I mean, that, that bro, hitting. that final shot, even why not get a ball up and relocate? Tri- triple team, there's a girl cutting to the basket wide open, but or gee, how about call timeout? They had one, yeah. Ball. She, I mean, she wanted to be that player right then, which I can't knock her for that either. I mean, After at the end of the day, she would have got, she had... yeah, she would have got dogged at the end of the day for being considered a star and not taking the last mm-hmm. shot, you know, but um. I, it was a good game, bro. I think the reason why I didn't want to see Stanford win the court because they beat my team. South Carolina, Zach Cook. You know, so um, it is what it is, though. But like I said, I got to show you uh, her her playbook, too, the coach from Stanford. Like, bro, she runs the triangle offense but put her own twist. It's like them girls is fundamental, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you saw how, like, they every cut is always – I was going to say, their spacing was phenomenal. It's amazing, bro. And it's like I even got the practice regimen, like how she what she do for practice. Nice. Like so nice. it's 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 crazy. It's definitely something to look at. It's it's some type of stuff I feel like you would mess with. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you found it on Google again? Yes, sir. Bro, Google is the GOAT. We've been talking about the last couple episodes. Any coach, oh, any program, anything you're trying to dive into, nine times out of ten you're about to find it on Google. So if you wanna look something up, if you wanna learn, go find it. And, and it's crazy because 
the people who are putting the, the coaches' plays out are not even people that's kin to them. Yeah, are they affiliated? <laughs> they're not even affiliated with the team, nothing. Like, they're just people – they're like coaches like mm-hmm. us who, who will study the game. And they might have, like, they might get a picture of, like, or they might, like, they could have been there at the, uh, like, like we was talking about, like, a coach's clinic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and they'll have, like, a picture or something of the coach's practice agenda. And they just, you know, make all that mm-hmm. for people like us to be available to see. Like, and it's crazy because I'm like, the coaches ain't even putting it out. So how is this stuff getting out? But then I really, like, did research, and it's, like, other coaches like us who, like, really doing studies and stuff like that. It's crazy. I mean, everyone's just trying to learn. Everyone's just trying to grow and be the best coach, trainer, player they can be. So, obviously, you want to study from the best. And these collegiate coaches, they are top tier. Don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise. They could be an NBA or WNBA coach. Easily, Easily, bro. And that's what, I mean – so, AP Player of the Year was Paige. <laughs> First freshman to ever do it. So Not a surprise. So it is crazy. We talked about it, what, last episode or the episode before. I was posting it all on my, my Twitter and my Instagram. But So, she's a freshman Player of the Year. She could potentially win four in a row because <laughs> they're not able to go to the WNBA. Like the guys are, they're able to leave after one year, right? And we talked about it. It's just there, there's pros, there's cons, but it's just like mind-boggling. Like she really could be a four-time player of the year. I don't, I, I don't, man. Her, there's a chance her friend could steal it from her too, though. As he fuck, yeah. That's her girl too. UConn in South Carolina, um, and I believe Stanford. Like, they are the top three schools right now, bro, who got – Top recruits. And it's going to be so scary and crazy to see these teams play again. It's like, I'm selfish. I almost want them to have a quick turnaround like the NBA did this (laughs) year because it's like the women's basketball game was just as lit as the uh, men's college game. Without a doubt, And it's like, just give them the respect that they deserve because they play great basketball. I don't even need to see dunks. I I just be excited off watching them make good backdoor cuts. And and the fundamentals that no, they that's do. it. That's what the viewership from the final four games and the national championship game were insane for the women's side. And they deserve yeah, it. no, that's what I was gonna say. It's like full heartedly deserved. I mean, they're playing real basketball, genuine basketball. Like we always talk about, they actually share the ball, move without it. Their defensive tenacity is always there. Like these girls play so hard. Like it's just very entertaining. Like you said. You don't need to be hanging on the rim crazy to make the game exciting. Not at all. Not at all, bro. And it was I think it was more exciting because they compete every play. Even when they know they lost the game, they still compete. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't see that. And like I, I by by the mid first half of the men's college championship game, I seen Jalen and them looking up at the scoreboard. They kinda they kinda knew, you know what I'm saying? This ain't our day. And they look depressed. And it's like, girls team, you don't get that with them. They going to hoop. And they going to find a way to make a comeback somewhere. Right. Right. I mean, those girls are literally going to play until the clock hits zero. So. Right. That's just what they do. And that's, I mean, a lot of it is, is from their coaching. And a lot of it is just like 
you can see it at the youth levels too. Like girls just like appreciate and kind of soak in more information and reciprocate it easier than dudes. <laughs> I mean, just think back to even when we were playing, man. Like your coach might tell you something. You're like, man, like, like what's he you know? Might, you know what I'm saying? Like you might brush him off, right? Like that. That's just like background. a guy's mentality. Like I, I kind of know this. Where girls kind of take it in and run with it more. So sure, that's a benefit of coaching women for sure, bro. Definitely, man. I mean, they always say they're smarter than us anyways. So. They are. They are. <laughs> it's it's the fact. So you know, you you show them you show them the triangle offense, and they pick it up in a day. You got to take a month to show the guys team. So, <laughs> well, because the guys are trying to dribble crazy, they're trying to bang out. Like it's just it's impossible. It is this generation. Like, man, you must be crazy if you think you run any type of offense that you got to be still. Right. <laughs> so, like, that, I think that speaks a lot to the women's game. Like, you don't even – honestly, bro, I don't even – I never, I don't think I saw one iso ball move the whole tournament besides, like, when the clock was winding down maybe. And no, they just cleared it out. You know, little stuff like that maybe when they cleared out. But other than that, you don't see that iso stuff in, in the women's game. No, and even that, like, any, any like, variation of an iso that might have came about – one moment that's sticking out to me, it was uh, Arizona versus UConn. It was Ari. They set a double down screen for her coming from the opposite corner to allow her to, I mean, I guess you could say post up an ISO Word. on page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I but saw that. it was based off the double screen to free her up. Like, it wasn't just her Ramley standing there or her just dribbling up at the top of the key going crazy and then shooting. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a, a reason for the movement, a reason for the quote-unquote isolation. So, yeah, bro. <laughs> and her little her little self-posting page up. How about Tur- the, the turnaround jumper? <laughs> She's different, bro. With that nasty uh, follow-through. Left hand. Yeah, man, it's crazy. But, yeah, the tournament was lit, man. It I can't complain. Hopefully, a lot of people that listen to us did tune in to both sides, the men's and the women's, and learn something. You know, I mean, every time you're trying to watch basketball, obviously enjoy it, but you got to take something away. We always talk about that. Right, for sure. Special, man. It was special this year. Um, you've seen a team that um, almost finished a perfect season, but as we said, it was too hard. It's hard to do, bro. And, and then you've seen the on the women's side, you've seen a, you've seen a team who was on the road for nine weeks. Uh, they said Stanford barely had home games this year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, both teams, both sides, both champions had to co- overcome a lot of stuff. So, I mean, that's the name of the game. Who who could be strong and survive at the end? Mm-hmm. So, and honestly, bro, I'm just happy that we were able to have these tournaments this year. Yeah, man. If they would have tried to act like they was gonna cancel it again, I I might have blew a gasket, bro. Last year, I just remember once it really came out that the tournaments weren't happening. I was like, oh, man, like, one, what am I going to do in March? Like, that's all I do, <laughs> watch basketball, you know what I'm saying? But, right. man, so just thankful we were able to have them, for sure. For sure, bro. I can never complain when we get to watch basketball. Mm-hmm. And the final thing I want to talk about real quick, Mark, did you see the ESPN NBA top 25 players under 25? No, nah, I didn't even see it. I saw Stephen A. get mad because Melo wasn't in the 25. No, so Melo, Mello, they listed him as number three. 
Oh, okay, I see. I didn't. I misread it then because I thought he wasn't in the twenty-five or something. Yeah, see, I didn't see. Like, I saw Stephen A. was going crazy about it, but I didn't even click on it or listen to it or see it. Like, he was. I don't know what he was saying. I didn't listen to it, but I saw the title. But I'm gonna just give you the top ten here, and we can kind of talk about that, and then we can kind of run with it from there. So, so top twenty-five players under twenty-five. They have number one, Luca. Number two, Zion. Number three, LaMelo. Number four, Donovan Mitchell. Number five, Jason Tatum. Number six, Darren Fox. Number seven, Ben Simmons. Number eight, Devin Booker. Number nine, Bam Adebayo. And number 10, Shea Gilgis Alexander. So. (laughs) I mean, honestly, bro. Melo is over them. Mello is better than Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, D. Fox, Ben Simmons, Booker, and okay. Like, oh hell no! I am a big Lamelo Ball fan. Everybody knows that, but that's just right now he's that's not the, better than those guys. He's that's not. off the clout and the the fact that he's bringing so much revenue. Mm-hmm. And and he ain't playing right now because of his injury, and somehow he still made the top three list under twenty five. I mean, like. I can understand mm. if they came out and said this as in, like, uh, like oh, oh. potential. Like, if this was, like, a, a list going off, like, your ceiling. Come out, man. Say the first three again. Uh, Lu- the first two. Luca and Zion. <laughs> Listen, bro, they're <laughs> crazy. What, who, you, who you got? Oh man, I just don't, bro. There, it's just you put them two before Melo, but then Melo over D Book, All Star. All right, wow. Ben bro. Simmons, All Star. Jason Tatum, All Star. Donovan Mitchell, All Star. Bam, All Star. Like, wow. Uh, it, like I said, like they, they could have like clarified how they were ranking these guys a little bit more. Yeah, I think they should at least did by age. Up to 25. So maybe from what, 19 to 25? Yeah, I mean, like, that's it, but like. Because we got a lot of 19 year olds in the league, you know. Um, I think they could have did it that way because I'm sorry. I love Melo too, man, but there's no way he better than D Mitch, Ben Simmons. Nah, um, like. Uh, Jason Tatum, none of them. Not mm-hmm. right now. No, that's it. That That's really the end of the story. Like, he's definitely a phenomenal talent, and he can be better than those guys, but right now he's not. So it's just I don't know. Like like we said, <laughs> like all these other guys are legitimate all stars. The only one that hasn't made an all star team is what well two of them, Fox and uh Shea, Gilgis Alexander. Including and then Mello, obviously, but Wow. And then just think, like, okay, I have the whole list here. I'm going to throw, all right, number 11, Brandon Ingram. Number 12, Jalen Brown. 13, Jamal Murray. 14, Mm. Michael Porter Jr. 15, John Morant. 16, Trey Young. 16. (laughs) Trey Young at 16, bro. Whoever wrote that was drunk. Trey Young was an all-star. Not this year, but last year. Don't let that be forgotten. Whoever wrote that was drunk, bro. It's just, I mean, like... Obviously, all these dudes on this list are insane, and they are the future of the league. They are the face of the league, even now, to be honest. But I don't know. 
It's just <laughs> Trey Young needs to be in the top ten, one hundred percent. My lord, bro. I just don't understand how Melo better than all of them. Yeah, he had uh, a and, good rookie season, and he didn't even finish it. No, and like obviously, like that's my boy, but come on, come on, they blast. What Stephen A. say? This is blasphemous. Yeah, he was probably going crazy. And I gotta why, watch it. That's now. honestly why I didn't click on it because I was like, I don't feel like dealing with it. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> people didn't send it to me. I was gonna send people it to you, normally like, do. I was gonna send it to you, but I'm like, nah, because he probably. I don't even. I like, it's probably some bogus stuff. Probably you're talking pissed about. off. <laughs> yeah, you know, just being mad at the moment. So I'm like, you know, I ain't gonna watch it. But it's crazy I though, too. About. I mean, number twenty four on this list is Lonzo, and then number twenty five <laughs> is Colin Sexton. He's <laughs> <laughs> twenty one players better than his brother. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I mean, Look. I don't know. Like, like I said, like the potential obviously is through the roof, but right now it's. I don't, I don't think you can clarify him as the third best player under 25 right now. No, bro. And and be real with you, Melo's going to have a great career, but you don't hear them saying Melo will be the best player in the league ever. So let's not act like they haven't said that about Zion, like they haven't said that about a couple of people. And mm-hmm. let's not forget they got him over John Morant. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, bro. I mean, the thing I kept saying, though, everyone's like, why does Devin Booker continuously get disrespected? Why do he? Like, he's eighth on this list. I mean, he's – I don't know, man. Like, Phoenix is pretty good. Obviously, led behind him, right? CP3 helps, but Book's been there, and he's been doing his thing. CP3 just showed him how to win. Right. Let's be real. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's a winner, and um, he puts teams in winning situations. And um, like you said, D-Book been there the whole time. So D-Book finishing with CP helped him to understand, Mm -hmm. I feel like. For sure. Do you like Luka at number one on this list or no? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just because I don't – Would you put Zion? I I just wouldn't know who to put out of that list. It is hard. That's what I'm saying. Like, these guys that made this, like – I mean, I give you props for even trying because I, I don't want to come out with a list like this. I don't. I feel like it's disrespecting them. So, you know, I don't – I hate to put it in a category anyways of who's the best, who's this or that. But um, how do you determine this early? They're not like – like they said, they're not even – they're not even over 25. So, like, that's what, four to five, maybe six possible years in the league? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, it's definitely interesting, and obviously it gets everybody going, gets all the the analysts. You know, Perk was probably going insane. I saw he, – he was commenting on it, but I didn't get to really dive into it. But, I mean, right. it's just – it's it's all to stir the pot. It really is. Yeah, it is. It's to bring more uh, attention to everything and, you know, do do the barbershop talk, I guess what we call it. For sure. It is exciting, though. I mean, now with March Madness coming to an end, now it's really time to focus on the NBA. Playoffs are coming up soon, and obviously we'll be covering that heavily like we did last year here on the Breaking Barriers pod, for sure. All right. Trying to make that surge into the NBA. Yes, sir. And a little bit of MLB. A little bit. A little bit. Man, forget them. They don't, they don't get my view no more. <laughs> yeah, with everything. Yeah, I got you. I gave up baseball G when we was 12. Man, I know. I tried to get you to play senior division, and that did not did not happen. Did, did not, not happen. fly, bro. 
couldn't do it, I would have been up there getting Kate. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's crazy. Nah, man. You know. But, um, I mean, I'm excited to tap back into the NBA, too. For sure. That's you know, what that's I mean. Exciting. We definitely kind of pushed it to the side a little bit. We had to. But we'll be back on it for sure. And we'll try to get back to the whole weekly thing, too, for everybody. We sure. We are busy. Sorry, people. We are. Yeah, we we trying to put our dreams into existence. So, mm-hmm. um, if you can't just jump on the uh, track when we drop it, sorry, man. You know we got to make stuff happen too. So, thanks. We got to get a live show here soon too. Definitely do for sure. We got we got to man. This it's in the works though, man. We mm-hmm. gotta we gotta do that. We gotta at least be able to give them some type of content from our games. Mm-hmm. For sure, um, you know. So we got everything in the works. I got I finally found somebody to you know do the recordings for me. So oh yeah, yeah, that should be exciting, Ooh. man. My little brother gonna do it, and then we just teleport it to whoever the camera person is. That's clutch, man. So, That's you know, clutch. You know, we say our phones do everything for us we need. So That's it, bro. For sure. You know, man, make some happen. But. I think that's episode 48, Mark. I think that's all we got for, for our conversation tonight, at least recording-wise. For sure. Um, you want to give the shout-outs real quick? Yes, sir. You know, shout-out to Anchor, even though y'all messing with my boy Login, man. <laughs> Every you time, know. bro. Every time. But, you know, we still going to shout y'all out. Shout-out Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whole gang who, you know, allow us to be heard. And then mm-hmm. shout-out to... Everybody who tune in, man, you greatly appreciate it. Yes, sir, man. Always, always. And that's a wrap, bro. EP48G. I'm about to get it up and active. Hit you up, brother. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. Sure.